Underdog Collectibles is an online shop run for collectors by collectors. Join them every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday night as they break new products, talk sports, and hopefully you'll pull a great hit to add to your collection. Visit them at www.udogcollect.com and tell them Wax Pack Hero sent you. Remember, always bet on the underdog. You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. We're sitting here, it's the end of December. I'm about to record the last podcast of 2020, and I can't think of a better topic than grading. It is time. It is time for me to share my full perspective on grading. Now, there is no question that grading sports cards is tremendously popular in today's card market. We've got record backlogs from the major grading companies, and that shows that customers are just clamoring to submit cards, and they appear to be happy waiting for months to have their cards examined and returned. Completed eBay sales show that a significant premium can be realized by selling graded cards versus raw cards. I've shared some of my thoughts on grading through short snippets on Twitter and some snarky little comments. I've, I've had a few TikTok videos where I cover it a little bit, and I've touched on it here and there on a handful of podcasts over the years. But I guess I feel like that has led to, well, let's call it an incomplete picture of my thoughts on grading. As I've reflected over the last few months, I've come to realize that it's not really grading itself that I don't like there is some value to having your cards graded. What I don't like is the hype. Many collectors appear to be grading sports cards just because everyone else is doing it. And others are paying astronomical multiples that in my opinion aren't justified. I worry that there will be a large number of newer collectors who've come into the market over the last couple years who find themselves holding the bag when the market eventually corrects. If you've got a few minutes, I'll explain in a little more detail through the rest of this episode. Let's take a look at a few of the reasons that people grade their cards. First up, preservation. Some collectors say they get their cards graded to preserve them. And yes, a slab does a great job of preserving a card. But at what cost? If this is your primary motivation for grading, I think there are cheaper options which accomplish the same thing. However, if you want to spend more to get a premium graded case, it will definitely preserve your card, and it's every right of yours to do so. Next up is fewer eBay returns. And I actually like this argument quite a bit. There seem to be fewer returns on graded cards versus raw cards, especially at those higher dollar levels. It's harder for a buyer to claim the item was quote-unquote, not as described when they purchased a PSA 10 and they got the pictured PSA 10. For those dealing in high-end cards, minimizing this return risk is meaningful. Ideally, 
eBay would strengthen seller protections, which would address these situations of buyer's remorse, and we wouldn't have to depend on a slab to protect us. But in the meantime, this argument makes a lot of sense. It's actually one of the stronger arguments for getting cards graded, especially if you are an active reseller. Next up, authenticity. A higher level of confidence in the authenticity of a card is a valid benefit of graded cards, especially for vintage. As I continue to work towards completing my vintage sets from the 50s and 60s, I'm going to most likely have to consider graded copies of some of those key cards, unless I find some raw versions from dealers that I know and trust. I do have more confidence in the authenticity of a graded card. However, I don't have 100% confidence. Grading and authentication is not foolproof, but many newer collectors believe it to be an outright guarantee. Over the last few years, we've seen enough examples of trimmed cards that go unnoticed via the detective work on the blowout forums, and that gives me pause. We've seen facsimile autographs get graded as authentic, and for the hordes of modern cards being submitted, I'm not so sure that a majority of them actually need authentication. That seems to be a benefit more suited to the vintage market. Yes, there are a few big modern cards like the Trout Rookie that are being faked and reprinted. But for most, I don't feel that the premium that comes from grading really makes it worth it. And so while there is some value to the authenticity argument, we also need to make sure we take it with a grain of salt. Next up is the condition assessment. Some supporters and proponents of grading tout the benefits that come from having an expert assess the condition of a card. In my opinion, the condition argument is probably the one with the most holes. These experts are humans, and we as humans all have good days and we have bad days, and that leads to a lot of variability in outcomes. The same thing is with the graded card market. The results of graded cards can vary significantly, and there's no shortage of documented cases where cards are off-center or have visible wear or damage and were given very high grades. We also have examples of many people getting a grade, cracking the case, resubmitting the exact same card, and getting a better result, or in some cases, a worse result. That doesn't give me confidence in this expert opinion on condition. There are some large submitters who have been shown that they receive almost a statistically impossible number of perfect grades. Furthermore, we have reputable people in the industry who have shared that they've been approached by grading companies and were offered a guaranteed number of 10s if they submitted sufficient volume. So it seems you might be able to buy your way into high grades? That also doesn't give me confidence. When the grade is one of the biggest drivers of the astronomical selling prices slab cards receive, that makes me nervous about the validity of those high selling prices. In my opinion, it should make you nervous too. Scarcity and population counts. People love to talk about a slab's pop count. There's an argument that scarcity is a key benefit to grading. I disagree. Sure, there are some rare vintage cards where the pop reports give credence to a card's scarcity. But for the vast majority of modern cards, the scarcity argument falls apart. 
Some of the most popular modern cards like Luca and Zion Williamson have thousands of copies receiving perfect grades from multiple grading companies. And there are thousands more in the backlog pipelines. If you extrapolate the gem rate that these cards are receiving, the potential population of even the highest grades could not be defined as anything close to scarce. Any semblance of scarcity in graded modern cards is purely manufactured. A grading company can easily manipulate the grades given to adjust the pop reports over time. As the populations of graded cards at all levels continues to grow, the specialness or scarcity argument continues to collapse. There are even more ungraded examples of these cards in collections, which are in just as good of condition as the ones that had been submitted. They're the same exact cards, just without the grader's opinion and fancy case. In my opinion, scarcity is a very weak argument for the majority of modern graded cards. Resale value. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? The number one reason people grade cards is because of the resale value. I've heard multiple people say that they're not confident in these companies. They hate waiting for months and months for their submissions. They suspect manipulation. They are not happy with customer service that they're receiving. But as long as they continue to sell for more money, they will continue to grade. And this is the part that I don't get. I just don't understand why the market is putting such a large premium on graded cards when all the benefits don't justify it in an objective way. Now, like I said, some of those benefits add value. Yes, for sure. There is value added to grading cards. But in my opinion, it's just not enough value to justify the selling prices that we're currently seeing for those graded cards. When the infatuation starts to fade and people realize there's nothing really unique about that gem card, I think things could get ugly. When the newer entrants to the market learn more and more about the hobby and they realize that buying graded cards is not the only way to build a collection, the bubbles start to pop. New grading companies are coming onto the scene which will only further dilute the market of graded cards. However, in the meantime, those subbing and flipping graded cards are making a killing. Facts. You can't argue with that. The capitalist in me says, hey, even if this run-up isn't justified, who am I to argue? Just go along for the ride. Take the profits along the way. As long as I'm not the one holding the bag at the end, what do I care? That's what business is all about. But the collector in me says different. The collector in me says that the current prices outweigh the true value added from grading. The educator in me wants to caution new entrants to the risks of paying prices that are purely derived from irrational exuberance. And this is why, more often than not, I come across as anti-grading. I'm not really anti-grading. I'm just anti-hype. If you like to submit or buy graded cards because you like the way they look, Great. If you prefer to use your dollars to pay for a more premium protection that a slab gives you, by all means, do it. If buying a graded cards gives you confidence in the authenticity, fantastic. Like I said before, that's actually why I'll probably be buying a few graded vintage cards in the coming months. 
But if you're in this game for the financial benefits, just be aware that buying graded cards to hold in today's market is buying a high level of risk. And while I believe in letting the market dictate the market and allowing people to pay what they're willing to pay, I just want to make sure they're doing so with a full understanding of the situation and the risks that they're assuming. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, if the trimming scandal in 2019, the ongoing FBI investigations, the documented examples of people buying their way into top grades, and the record wait times and increasing cost to grade haven't slowed things down, I don't know what will. Well, actually, I do know. Nothing will change as long as people keep submitting and customers continue buying. None of my arguments or cautions matter if people are willing to continue buying graded cards at these prices. It all comes back to the money. I think there will always be a segment of the market that will prefer graded cards, and that's great. Slabs do and should have a place in the hobby, but the process is not perfect, and the current multiple given to graded cards carries significant risk. It's not all butterflies and rainbows. As long as collectors understand the full picture, I agree with the perspective of collecting the way that you want. But I just want to make sure people understand that there are current risks and those benefits that I outlined may not justify the current cost. And so those are my thoughts on grading. I would love to hear what you think. I would reach out to me on Twitter at the Mike Summer. Send me an email at waxpackhero at gmail.com. Let me know what you think about my thoughts on grading. Like I said before, I know it is super popular right now, and there is a place for it. I just want to make sure people have the full picture, but I would love to hear what your thoughts are. Do you have different perspectives on my arguments or my cautions? Let me know. I am open to hearing your feedback. Thanks again for tuning in. That's all I have for you today. And actually, that's all I have for you for 2020. Thanks for making it a great year. I've had a ton of fun recording this podcast and hearing from all of you who are listening. It means so much to me when I hear that some of you are getting something out of it and that you find it beneficial to your collecting and to your card-related businesses. It's great. Thanks again, and I'll catch you next time.